with me for, for this uh, segment, I have, uh, starting from my immediate left, Mr. John Bonasisi in the center, uh, Mr. Jimmy Hearn, and at the end, to my far left, uh, Mr. Austin McCormick. As time went on, uh, they felt very comfortable with our knowledge, and so they started asking us to install equipment, you know, in different parts of the state of Florida. Um, so we did, and we worked for Permuted, uh, worked for Polymetrics, uh, Fluid Systems, of course. And in 1974, uh, uh, we were asked to provide a price for installing the Key Largo Rock Harbor RO plant, which at the time was the largest RO plant in the world, about six months ahead of Jetta. It's about 400 and... It was 1.4 million gallons a day or something like that? Uh, one million gallons one a million day. One million gallons a day. Cellulose acetate membrane, eight inch, carbon steel vessels. And uh, the feed water is about 7,000 TDS, which is pretty high. So we got involved with, um, at that time, uh, hollow fiber membranes were the, uh, seemed to be the way to go. So we had developed a relationship with Toyobo and, uh, and we're and we couldn't get a license to do business with perm to sell Permacet products. So this was a way to get into the marketplace. And then we, you know, saw the light that perhaps spiral wound technology was going to, you know, gonna, was going to rule the day eventually. So we had a quite a good run in going around and replacing all the hollow fiber plants in Florida that were already established. And uh, we learned a lot uh, from other people's designs. We learned from their, their the, hot, the good things that they did, and we also learned from some of the mistakes. Uh, as we all know, feed waters are unique. Florida has some unique uh, uh, aspects about uh, the raw water has a lot of hydrogen sulfide and a lot of people weren't treating hydrogen sulfide properly. And we understood the, the difficulties in, in how to handle the hydrogen sulfide in the, in the raw water. And, uh, and one thing led to another. We started building bigger and bigger plants. and. Uh, and that started to get, it was fun. We, we enjoyed it. We, we didn't do things without making some mistakes, but we were uh, quick to correct the mistakes, uh, hopefully before the owners of the equipment found out about it and, uh, and uh, <laughs> maintained a fairly good reputation for the most part of the, uh, and this was, I think, from the, in, to put it chronologically, uh, 1980 to uh, 1996. So Jimmy, when you started, um, you built, small plants initially, mm -hmm. um, but you soon moved on to build some pretty big plants. Mm -hmm. And uh, uh, you and I have worked together on a couple of projects. Mm -hmm. um, tell us a little bit about the competitive environment in Florida, say, in the, you know, the yeah, 80s well, and 90s. Well, it was very competitive and we had some, uh, we had some very credible competition. I remember our, probably our big break was a, uh, a project that we were bidding against Hydronautics. And Hydronautics not only being a membrane manufacturer but also was a systems manufacturer. And they were very difficult to beat because not only did they build really good equipment and provide a really good service, but they were also cheap. <laughs> inexpensive, Jimmy. Huh? Inexpensive. Okay, you're right. Inexpensive. <laughs> and uh, so our first big break was a project right near us uh, for Boca Grande Island. It was called Little, uh, Gasparilla Island Water Association. And uh, we were bidding that job. It was two 250,000-gallon-day systems, uh, high TDS, four to 5,000 TDS. 
And uh, uh, Bennett and Bishop was engineers on that project, which my dad had worked with on uh, conventional plants and pipelines for a lot of years, and I had worked and knew the outfit as well. Um, and uh, so we prepared our bid, and uh, Al Flores was representing um, Hydronautics, and if anybody knew Al Flores, his proposals would make the best competition's proposals look terrible. <laughs> Al's proposals were meticulous, uh, comprehensive, and Al was very uh, 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 focused, you know, an A-type personality. So we bid the project, and we were the low bid, and he just couldn't believe that we had beat him. <laughs> and we came very, very close to backing out of that project because uh, there was a question on the sales tax, whether it should have been uh, uh, included, and we hadn't included the sales tax, but, you know, we felt the language and the specifications were clear about that. And uh, uh, Bill Bishop, which owned the firm, uh, Mr. Bennett had uh, 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 left the firm by that time, uh, agreed with us that, yeah, the sales tax should have been added, yet the engineer that was in charge of the project insisted, um, you know, no, you needed it to include it. So we almost backed out of the project for the sales tax issue, but we decided to take it. And it was a good thing. We made a fair profit, and that's still our customer today. We're in a process. Uh, we later expanded it to a million gallons a day. Uh, we've uh, incorporated some new technology. Uh, we have always uh, designed our plants so conservatively that we've always been able to upgrade them with current technology very inexpensively. We found that the polyacrylites work far superior to sodium hexamethophosphate. Um, Sodium X had a lot of inherent problems in the Florida heat. It would hydrolyze within a day or so, and you'd be just injecting water, a lot of waste to it. Do you remember that that incident that actually converted all the plants from sodium hex to polyacrylate? You remember yeah, that? Yeah, it was, was, the, was like that was six the, or seven. the brown bag hexamethophosphate. That was the brown right. bag hexamethophosphate. Yeah. Yeah. Like six or seven yeah. plants yeah. 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 had That's iron right. in it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and Cape Coral was one, yeah. and Sanibel so was, was one. one. City of Venice was one. It was like overnight, yeah. everybody quit using hex and started using uh, polyacrylate. Sodium hexamethophosphate was used for quite a, quite a long time for uh, in attempts to sequester uh, uh, calcium carbonate in uh, in the uh, in higher higher uh, recovery systems, and um, uh, you know there was inherent problems with heat. It was, it was the the, the uh, effectiveness of it would uh, deteriorate significantly if you were pumping from a day tank. And uh, Jimmy failed to mention, we, we did some work for, with Pfizer on their polyacrylates. And we also, uh, after we got that, after we did that, we sort of got a little sideline job supplying anti-scalants to the uh, reverse osmosis marketplace within the, in the uh, sphere of influence that we had, which at that time was essentially just Florida. The company that you started um, uh, is best known for... McCormick Corporation. Yeah, McCormick Corporation. is best known for, I think, uh, it's true to say, is best known for its work on the industrial side. Yes. Uh, did you do much municipal work at all? Um, I think we were mostly industrial. We. Uh, had a big job finally at General Electric in uh, Florida, um, which was quite complicated. 
because of the automation requirement. But it was a large contract and I could only get it after having sold my company to somebody who could bond an $8 million job. I couldn't bond an $8 million job, maybe uh, $3 million is the biggest job we had done prior to that. Jimmy, you built a lot of plants in Florida and elsewhere. Is there one that sticks out in your mind? Yeah, there is. Uh, I mean, there are a lot of really uh, good plants and, uh, and uh, uh, with special situations, but I think the one that sticks out in my mind the most for the being the most challenged ever, and John and I worked on this one, was that uh, uh, there was a plume in California that, that uh, from over pumping uh, brought salt water in, and the engineer was uh, Dick Sudak, SPI. And they identified a plume and wanted to put an RO system on it to, to treat this water. And then they were going to, it was a, meant to be semi-portable. They were going to move it to another location in three years. Well, that was probably 15, 18 years ago, and it's still there treating this plume. I could go on with this for a long time, but we've reached the end of our allotted time, and I would like to thank you all for coming. Austin, it's tremendous to see you again after all these years. And <laughs> yeah, Jimmy? Pleasure meeting you. And You've done so well, do you want a job? <laughs> I'm really excited by this convention. Oh, yeah. Really amazing. I love the, love the beer. Uh, it would, yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you all very much. It's been a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you.